0: So welcome back to another episode of Grow, the podcast where we look for the practical steps to help you and I grow and excel in our business. In today's episode, we will be focusing on how to get finance for our business. Now in a climate where interest rates seem to be increasing every other month, we need to fast now in a climate where interest rates seem to be increasing every other month, we need to find and explore the best ways to access finance for our businesses. What are the differences between the bank or a finance broker? How? What's the difference between a bank or a finance broker? How much finance can a new business or a startup actually access off the bat? And do we have to give away any ownership of our business? Do we have to give away any shares of our company to access external finance? These are the things that we're gonna tackle and get some clarity on in today's episode with our special guest, Chris Martin. Chris is the founder of Origin Finance. So there's no better person to ask and tackle this issue with then Chris. Let's get it rolling. Why do we, and why do our businesses need finance?
1: Firstly, um, just to clear up a, a bit of a misconception is, is business finance is for businesses of all shapes and sizes. Um, a, lot of, um, a lot of business owners think that, uh, that finance is just for businesses that don't have the cash to pay out right. Mm-hmm. And that's simply just not the case, there can be significant tax advantages to, um, to take in business finance, um, keeping, um, keeping working capital protected, um, is, is quite a big one. Um, but the main, the main reasons, um, that customers approach us for finance would be purchasing vehicles, plant machinery, or equipment for Mm. their business. Um, they could be moving offices and they want to fit out their offices or their warehouse or, their retail premises, restaurant, whatever business they're in, we can actually fund the entire fit out. That's something we do a lot of, um, working capital. Um, so where businesses are looking to, um, to grow and expand and perhaps are just having a few pinches on, on cash flow, whether that's seasonality, whether that's, um, that they've just won a big order that they've got to front a lot of money for in order to, um, to secure the order and deliver the product. Um, we can fund things like that. Um, Another uh, big one for us is invoice finance. So that's just releasing um, releasing cash from unpaid invoices. Specifically, that one is just for for B two B. So that, um, that if you, any any listeners are are businesses that are raising invoice to other businesses, um, then we can potentially fund those. Particularly if there's a Um, a large um, sort of uh, large payment terms of maybe 60 or 90 days. Um, And then the last one from our side is to pay an upcoming VAT bill or tax bill. Um, Again, a lot of businesses are seasonal um, and just because they're they're looking for funding for a VAT or or tax bill doesn't, you know, that's not a negative from a lender's point of view. A lot of customers are in that and a a lot of the time it's just down to seasonality of the business and, and just cash flow within that.
0: When we're starting or launching our new businesses, finance is very, very important to cover our initial setup costs, such as buying equipment, leasing an office space, acquiring inventory, or even conducting market research to find out the people that we're gonna be selling to. Number two, managing our financial obligations. We need finance to meet our financial obligations. It's as simple as that. We need to pay off any loans that we've we've brought in or we've acquired. We need to pay off our debt. We need to make sure that we're fulfilling our contractual commitments and covering any interest payments that we incur through any borrowed credit. And number three, we need working capital. Finance is crucial for the day-to-day running and operations of our businesses. We need to cover payroll. We need to pay our suppliers. Sufficient working capital ensures that our business meets its short term obligations and it maintains smoothness in the way the company runs. So in summary, finance is essential for businesses, especially when we're looking to start to operate and to support the growth and expansion of our business. We need to invest in innovation. We need to invest in our marketing. We need to buy and service products. We need to acquire assets. We need to manage our financial obligations and we need to navigate any legal and regulatory requirements that's needed within our business. Money serves as the lifeblood of any business. It enables us to thrive and to achieve any objectives that we've ultimately got. So why do high street lenders seem to be less flexible to businesses that may not be deemed as the traditional type of business?
1: That's a, that's a great question. And that's, that's something we see, to be honest, that's something we see more often than not. Um, and I, I suppose the um, without sort of bashing the banks too much, I suppose the, the, the easy answer is that I think that our lenders are a bit more commercial, mm. um, a bit more commercially minded. Um, you know, we have a um, a lot of um, a lot of customers come to us. We have one one customer come to us recently that was um, that was purchasing a large piling machine. Um, so it's for for um, for foundations for for a building, as an as an example. But uh, that particular customer that came to us, they were quite new. They were a couple of years old. They'd done a bit of trading. Um, they were making a small amount of profit, um, but they actually wanted to borrow. A, about half a million pounds for a used piling machine. Now, that was the, the amount they wanted to borrow was actually double their last year's turnover. They went straight to the High Street Bank. The High Street Bank said, look, this just doesn't make sense to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what the High Street Bank missed was the fact that that customer has won a significant contract mm. um, for the next five years, mm. uh, where the income of that contract is actually nearly four times the amount of the monthly finance payment. Wow that's the bit that the bank missed. Yep. The bank declined it, our lenders, um, with a bit of back and forth to explain, um, to add some gravitas to the application, explain the contract, explain where the, the strength lies um, and things like that, combined with the customer did put in a, a 10% deposit as well just to show willing, but we managed to get that one secured. So I think that, that as an example, just shows the, the commercial mind, minds of our, our lenders versus high street banks.
0: How easy is it for us to access business finance?
1: I would say slightly more difficult today than than perhaps it was um, prior to um, to the the mini budget, Um, but not dramatically different. Certainly some lenders are are tightening their belts um, and just um, being a little bit less risk averse but, but equally for all of the lenders doing that there's some other lenders a little bit further down the food chain that are perhaps sensing an opportunity to write business with a, a calibre of customer that they're not used to yeah. um, and I did see this in the uh, in the 2008 recession as well actually is, is just where um, lenders appetites as a, as a whole particularly your tier one lender started to tighten up um, but then actually there was quite a lot of sort of tier Tier two lenders are so slightly further down the food chain, but uh, they were quick to mop up all of the business that um, that the tier one lenders wouldn't and and the same with the banks when the banks stopped lending in two thousand and eight a lot of our lenders were were quick to yeah. sort of mop up all the, all the excess so there's there's always funding available um, but you know it's um, it, it is getting slightly more difficult, but that 's when a, I think a good finance broker comes into the mix again. We have great relationships with a lot of lenders, um, and it, we can very quickly place these requirements yeah. with, with those lenders just by explaining a little bit more, putting a little bit more meat on the bone. Yeah. Which,
0: How long does the process normally take? So if I came to you, um, there's, a, there's a after this question, I'm, I'm going to paint some some scenarios and some yeah. personas just to get some because um, some of the people that are maybe watching and listening, um, maybe startups they may, may have been running the business for um, X amount of time and they may have certain amounts of money coming into their business. So I want to paint some, yep. some scenarios Fine. to. But how long does the process normally take to, to, to get financed? Um, yeah.
1: yeah, so um, it can be as little as a few hours. We've certainly had customers that have approached us, particularly when it comes to, um, to cash flow money and they need access to too money quick in order to pay staff bills or VAT bills or whatever, we can do that in a matter of hours. But the average lead time with us, because we cover such a vast array of transactions, the average lead time from us from, um, from proposal to the actual agreement being activated is between five and seven working days.
0: Okay, okay. It seems like having an experienced financial broker, so it seems like having an experienced broker fighting in our corner, especially in a tough economic climate, may be worth its worth in gold. They know where to go. They know who to talk to. They know the paths to go down and the ones not to go down. They know how to present our business case effectively in front of potential lenders. They have the know-how. So if I've been running a business for one year and I sell a product, can I apply for business finance to help me grow my business? And how big do I actually need to be? I think you've already answered this question. So going, going to um, the scenarios, right? Um, if I'm starting up in business today mm-hmm. um, and okay, let's say I started business last year, uh, January, 2020, 2022. Um, and I I am making um, candles I use this um, scenario in the last one I'm making candles I've sold um, I'm making 200 pounds of profit um, every single every single month and um, I need um, some finance to potentially buy some um, some products to continue to make the candles Um, so I've been running one year and I'm making 200 pounds every single month and I now want to apply for some finances, some business finance to buy a product. Am I the sort of um, company um, that could get finance? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, in that particular scenario there, so the, the company is just one year old, Yeah. Um, so many of our, so because that's effectively what you're looking to do there is stock finance. So yeah. there's no equipment for us to purchase. So that's very much just a commercial loan. Um, m- I would say around 50 to 60 percent of the commercial loan providers that we work with um, want to see a minimum of two years filed accounts for a business yeah so the fact in this scenario you've only been trading for one year yeah Um, we will still still certainly have some options for you yeah but they're likely to rather than to be a a longer term of five years you might be restricted to a two or three year period on that. Um, but in that scenario you've said that that's for stock yeah so if it's for stock obviously a shorter period actually makes more sense because yeah. you're not going to be holding on to that stock yeah. for five years yeah um, so yeah absolutely we could we could fund that
0: yeah so how big or how small um, does a business need to be to um, be um, eligible for um, financing
1: um, so there is no minimum and maximum um, <clears throat> we do you know, some of the, the clients we funded recently are um, uh, one, one sort of person operations that, um, that might have a, a contract with Amazon to do parcel delivery and we've just financed the van for them so they can get up and running. Equally, we've just funded a, um, a multi-million pound uh, warehouse fit out for a, a household alcohol brand that's, uh, that's just moved premises um, and they have about a 200 million pound a year turnover. Um, so there's absolutely no minimum and maximum size of business. Um, when it comes to, to access and finance, a lot of lenders do have a 10,000 pound minimum limit. So yeah. anything below ten thousand pounds can be tricky to get financed and it can be quite expensive yeah
0: when you when you say ten thousand um, pounds the business has to be turning over 10000 pounds no £10, sort or? of the, the,
1: t- the business needs to have a requirement of ten thousand pounds or more okay um, okay <clears throat> we certainly can do the smaller ones but you're very restricted on lenders and they can they, they start to get sort of quite, okay. quite so, pricey. so
0: they won't they won't um, they basically won't um, it's they won't lend anything less than ten thousand pounds yeah as a general okay. rule okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay fair enough so um, so that was how big or how small, but how long does a business need to be running for or established for or operating for, um, for them to be eligible for
1: financing? Um, <clears throat> so we do finance for brand new start businesses. Um, equally, um, I think the oldest company we've dealt with from memory was, it was just over 200 years old. Um, so again, there is there is no criteria for that. Um, it goes back to knowing your lenders so of the 130 odd lenders we've got if you approach me as a brand new start business then we can instantly restrict that 130 lenders down to to maybe 20 lenders that will look to finance a new start business um so yeah absolutely no no um, minimum maximum time time trading on that
0: so if i'm running a new business what do i need to have in place before I can access any sort of business financing?
1: So for, <clears throat> for new start businesses, obviously lenders don't have any, um, there's no history, company yeah. history to go by. So the, the lenders, what they'll do for, for a new business is they'll look more closely at the individuals behind the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'd, they'd want to see a brief CV to understand you know what that uh, person's experience is they may or may not have experience in this particular sector yeah but a CV just to show what experience they do have um, secondly they'd look um, a little bit more closely at the um, the person's individual credit, ro- uh, credit rating yeah. um, how they um, what sort of uh, personal wealth they've got if anything yeah. um, and, and then lastly they'd look at the um, particular requirement and the the uh, resale value in the kit if it was to go wrong. So if a, if a Newstart business uh, wanted finance for a van, that would be very, very easy. Because if, if that business were to fail, mm-hmm. our lenders could quickly sell, collect that, that van mm-hmm. and sell it for uh, a significant amount of money very, very quickly. Um, if it was a Newstart restaurant, as an example, that wanted finance for the the furniture and the fixtures and fittings, um that would be a little bit more challenging yeah and we certainly do a lot of those just to clarify but uh, there, again there's less lenders because if that business were to fail um then there's very little resale value in in the equipment with finance therefore the lender could be more exposed yeah. so they just like to look a little bit more at the individuals behind the business and then to answer your point on business plan um it's not essential um, but the majority of the new start lenders that we work with do want to see a business plan and at least two years financial projections, just so that they can sort of get their head around where the income's going to come from, yeah. how they're going to cover their repayments. Um, so the more a customer, the more, uh, information a new start business can supply to us, yeah. the, the bigger the panel of lenders we've got to go to. Yeah. The, the, you know, if they come to us with no business plan, no financial projections, not really any experience, uh, in the sector then we we have a sort of a very small amount of lenders again we can still get those transactions done but we're we're really limiting yeah the market and the more you limit the market generally the higher the price the customer will pay
0: yeah so it's clear to hear that the more info that we can provide about ourselves our businesses we stand a better chance in the initial stages of being eligible for that finance that we're after so as the saying goes we need to get our ducks in a row so what do we need to be aware of before we can access business financing
1: a basic understanding of business finance um, all too often business owners and finance directors etc don't have perhaps the, um, the level of knowledge that perhaps they should um, when it comes to finance that's not their fault it's the Probably the education system in the UK, where we we all leave school with uh, very little understanding of, of finance and uh, personal finance. I think that sort of translates into the business world. Um, but a basic understanding of business finance, um, a bit of a, a, an understanding of the finance market and how lenders look at applications. Um, I think that's always um, always quite valuable for customers. Um, a, a general understanding of the different finance products available in the marketplace um, and how they can be used within a business um, um, and then lastly um, I, would, I would say more around the um, the actual limitations of funding um, because so many customers um, use finance for the wrong things mm. um, or finance products for the wrong things. I think we, we have a lot of customers that ring us up and they say, oh, we're looking for, for a loan. Okay, that's fine. Uh, now a loan by definition is, unse- it's, um, it's it's not secured against an asset. It's literally cash pumped into the business bank account for the customer to do what they see fit with. When you actually get talking to these customers and you find out they're purchasing vehicles or, or machinery, or it's to fund uh, an upcoming contract and things like that, Actually a lot of the time it's not a loan they're looking for, what they actually mean is I'm looking for business finance, here's my problem, what what, uh, what have you got to, to sort of solve the problems and that can be a combination of products. Um, so I know that was quite a long winded answer but just to answer that question in brief, a better understanding of business finance a better understanding of um, and a good finance broker um, should, should be more than happy to, to spend some, some time on the phone to a customer um, and run through um, the, the sort of market in general, um, yeah. how, how funding can be used. Yeah,
0: We need to clearly identify our business's financial needs because this is gonna help us to determine the specific purpose of why we require financing in the first place. Whether it's working capital, whether it's for equipment purchase, whether it's for expansion or any other objective, having a clear understanding of our financial requirements will help us to choose the most appropriate finance option. Number two, we need to assess our financial position, especially our current financial position. This includes our cash flow, our profitability, our assets, and liabilities. Because lenders are going to evaluate our financial health before approving any sort of financing. So it's important to have a clear picture of what our financial strengths and our financial weaknesses are. This assessment will also help to determine the amount of financing that we can actually access realistically and how much we can actually afford. It's similar to getting a mortgage from a bank to buy a house. Number three, are we credit worthy? We need to understand our credit worthiness as a business. Lenders will evaluate our credit history, both for our business and also potential business partners or other people involved within our business. They're gonna review credit reports. They're gonna check on any errors and discrepancies that will pop up from the past and they're gonna ensure that our credit profile is accurate and up to date. So a strong credit history will enhance our chance of securing favorable financing terms. Number four, financing options. We need to research and explore all the various financing options available to us. Number four, financing options. We need to research and explore the various financing options that are available to us. These include traditional bank loans, lines of credit, government backed loans, venture capital, even angel investors. Because each option has its own requirements, its own terms and its own implications. So it's essential to understand the pros and the cons of each and determine which one best align with our business goals and our business needs. Number five, the costs and the terms. We need to carefully evaluate the cost and the terms associated with financing. Factors to consider include interest rates, which we've spoken about before, fees, repayment schedules, collateral requirements, prepayment penalties, and any other terms that may impact the total cost and flexibility of financing. It's also good for us to potentially compare multiple offers, read through the fine print and ensure you fully understand what we're getting ourselves into, especially if we may not be in a place, especially if we may not be in a place to pay it back in the future. Number six, risk and consequences. We need to assess what the risk associated with accessing business finance are actually gonna be. We need to understand the potential consequences of defaulting on any payments, the impact that this is gonna have on our business and credit rating, and the potential loss of assets used as collateral. We need to consider the potential risk to business cash, profit. We need to consider the potential risk of the business's cash flow profitability and operations in the event of any unforeseen circumstances especially when the economy begins to turn back on itself and it downturns number seven a business plan a well-prepared business plan can strengthen our case when it comes to seeking finance because it's gonna outline what our mission is, what our objectives are, what our market analysis is, what our marketing strategy is, what our financial projections and how the funds are gonna be used exactly. A comprehensive and well-presented business plan will demonstrate our commitment, our understanding and our passion for the industry that we're getting ourselves into. And it should also demonstrate our ability to manage funds very, very effectively. Number eight, professional advice. We need to consider seeking professional advice from accountants, financial advisors, business consultants. They can provide guidance on the finance options, which will best and most likely benefit our business. They will help assess the financial implications and provide insight into the best approach for our specific business need. Their expertise can be valuable in navigating the complexities of business financing, and it's also gonna ensure that we make well-informed decisions. They know better than us when it comes to the money. By being aware of these considerations and conducting thorough research and analysis, we can make more informed decisions when accessing business financing. This increases the likelihood of us to secure the right option for us and our business. What are the disadvantages of business financing?
1: Not... um not too many disadvantages. I don't think, um, the ones that, um, that sort of come to mind is that, look, borrowing is not free. You mm. know, all of these lenders will charge interest. Um, so if you're a business that has a huge amount of cash in the bank and you've really got no way of, uh, of utilizing that cash, then finance probably isn't for you. You should probably be, be paying outright for, for your purchases and, and, um, and saving the interest um the other the other side of uh, of that as well is um is businesses taking on debt where they can't really service the monthly payment um so i suppose in summation um would be you've got to make sure it's right for your business firstly if you've got a load of cash in the bank does it make sense to finance kit rather than pay uh, and pay interest rather than uh, than, than paying outright and then secondly, can you actually service that debt as yeah. a business? Um, they're the, the two main negatives. Um, and the third one to go with that is, um, is something I always speak to customers about is worst case scenario, look, if this business were to fail, yeah. what would be your personal liability over that debt? Um, what would be, um, how, how what avenues will be available in order to, to sort of get out of that agreement and things. So just a, a basic understanding of that is, is essential. Yeah.
0: Do we have to give away shares in our business if we want to get business financing?
1: No, uh, no. So everything we do, um, everything we do as a business um, is debt finance. So that is um, just paying interest. Um, we don't, none of our lenders nor ourselves will take any shares in a business. Um, what you're sort of referring to there is is equity funding. Um, and again, we, it's not something that we get involved in, um, but that could be um, angel investors. Um, it could be crowdfunding. Um, it could be, there are certainly some investment houses out there that will, will invest in, into businesses and, and take a share. Mm. Um, but concerningly, where we've seen that in the past, where customers have approached us, and once we start looking at the application, um, it's, it's clear that they've had some um, some equity funding into the business. And you sort of speak to them and say, uh, there was the one particular one last year um, that got some equity funding into the business. And when I, when I spoke to um, that customer about what they did with that money, they used it to buy vehicles.
0: Okay.
1: So why would you, they gave away 25% of their business mm. um, in order to access some funding to buy vehicles. Well, that's the easiest thing in the world to finance vehicles. Mm. Um, that should have been done on debt finance because there's no point giving away 25% of your shares yeah. to a, um, an angel investor that's just going to lend you the money for the vehicles when, you know, we could have done that for you yeah. um, and you not had to dilute your shares. So it's um, everything we do is debt funding, but it's, again, before you get involved in any equity funding, um, I would say pick up the phone to the likes of ourselves and just have a conversation about debt funding because um, a lot of the times I think people do it because they don't believe that the funding they need is actually available to their mm, business. Yeah. And again, with a panel of lenders as, as big as ours, quite often the customer is wrong in that scenario and we can get the, the funding needed. Yeah.
0: Debt financing involves borrowing funds from a lender with an agreement to repay the borrowed amount plus interest over the specified period. So we don't have to give away any shares. So what are Chris's top three bits of advice for business financing?
1: Knowledge is everything. Um, Finance is undoubtedly the number one tool for uh, starting, growing um, and expanding businesses. Um, With that being said, it does concern me just how often we speak to business owners, finance directors, um, et cetera, that, um, that just don't have even the basic understanding of of finance, and and quite often that results in them getting the wrong products for yeah. their business, and and quite often will stunt growth as well. So, um, more more knowledge over finance is definitely one of them. Uh, secondly, again, I know I've, I've mentioned this earlier, but but finance is not just for for those businesses that don't have the funds to pay outright. Finance is available to all businesses. Um, it can be used in a way to. Reduce um, your your tax liabilities um, and things like that. So definitely, um, definitely pick up the phone when it comes to that. And then the the last point is using the right finance products at the right time. Um, we see a lot of situations where customers sort of ring us quite last minute um, in need of, of cash flow funding. As an example, we had one um, a couple of months ago for a um, a scaffolding company. Um, that uh, had left it until that they got a few unpaid invoices from their their customers. They'd left it right until the the last minute to to speak to us about funding, um, and the the commercial loans that were available to them because of the the situation with the customer. Already, the the, the their bank account had been diminished. There was very little funds available. It was clear to any lender that they were they were in serious trouble now as soon as we spoke to the customer um, uh, and uh, do a little bit of digging about it turns out that they bought one and a half million pounds worth of vehicles only eight months earlier cash outright yeah um, and had they have financed those vehicles they would have had that million and a half in the bank yeah they wouldn't have needed us for the cash flow funding um, now the interest rates on cash flow funding uh, as a ballpark is probably double that of what it is on vehicle finance. Yeah. Um, so luckily what we ended up doing with that customer was um, was actually refinancing the vehicles that they, they had already purchased. But uh, the, the sort of moral on that one is, is really looking a little bit further ahead, keeping some additional working capital in the business and utilising the cheapest forms of finance. So again, when they purchased that million and a half pounds worth of vehicles, Uh, We probably could have done that at the time, interest rates have risen a little bit, but looking back at when they purchased that, we could have probably done that at at maybe 3% as an interest rate. Um, They'd have been far better off doing that and retaining that million and a half pounds in their bank um, for a rainy day or for for situations like this. So really um, just making sure you're using the right finance product at the right time and that a lot of that comes down to pre-planning and really looking at your financial projections understanding if there is going to be some pinch points um then it's our job to approach lenders sooner rather than later um the earlier we can approach a, a lender the better yeah um and again we can educate customers as to how to position themselves best for those lenders yeah
0: knowledge is everything if we're able to get ourselves clued up even at a basic level around this topic, it's gonna save us a lot of time and potentially save us from making costly mistakes. Engaging a finance broker offers small business owners access to a wide range of financing options. It's gonna save us time and effort. It's gonna provide us with expertise and knowledge. It's gonna aid us in negotiation and representation and it streamlines the application process and offers personalized guidance. I think that by leveraging the expertise of brokers, we can increase our chances of securing the right financing solution that fits our business needs and ultimately supports our growth and our success when it comes to our business. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Grow. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel and recommend this content to someone else that may be going and growing on their business journey. And remember, let's grow together.